Being Reasonable comes to you from the WHUP studios in downtown Hillsboro, North Carolina. I'm Mark Solomon, and you are taking part in Being Reasonable, the weekly conversation show that focuses on how we've arrived on our steadfast views and our desire to know what is true. To participate in this friendly collaboration, all you need is respectfulness and an honest interest in the truth. We can all improve the way we form and consider our beliefs. And we can do so by being reasonable. One, two. On this week's show, you will hear the audio of my first video attempt while I was out in Palm Springs, California, interviewing random people in a public square. You will listen to my unedited conversation with Curtis as he discusses his belief that Jesus Christ is his Lord and Savior. If you wish to view the video of this interview, please visit beingreasonableshow.com. I wish to thank Reed from his YouTube channel, Cordial Curiosity, and Dolly from Juggling Lessons for their technical and street epistemology support. Hey there. Hi. Good to see you. Thanks for doing this. I really do appreciate it. No problem. Yeah. Um, just sit right so there. one thing yeah. that um, I'm on call. Okay. So, but of course, that if, just means yeah, that I need to. If something happens, if something happens. I completely I understand. <laughs> yeah, of course, of course. Yeah, this is uh, this is a completely an optional thing, and you're, I'm sure what you're doing is. <laughs> yeah. So, but I do appreciate this. No problem. Yes, yeah, yeah, please feel free. Yeah. So this is a show, um, as I was pl- explaining to you a, little, a while ago. Basically, you'll explain one belief of yours, and I just ask you questions about the belief. And okay. it's an epistemology show in the sense that I really want to know how you know the things that you know. And okay. I ask you questions about that. Okay. And that's how we do it. Um, so I think you've probably had some time to think about the belief you'd like to discuss. Is uh, something you'd like to chat about? Well, um, I probably one of the most uh intense beliefs i have is that jesus christ is my lord and savior and the way that i uh came to that belief was um actually i was i had lots of bad examples of things in my life so i did bad things and had bad experiences with lots of you know bad situations you know Mm -hmm. um and some of that basically led me down a road of saying, you know, this, you know, like drugs, alcohol, yeah. partying, you know, girls, all that type of stuff. And mm. none of that actually gave me any type of satisfaction long term. It was a very temporary thing and it was gone. And it was something that, you know, there, there isn't like no enjoyment in doing those things. It's just that there's some emptiness to it. And... What I ended up having was a longing for something more, but what ended up being kind of like the catalyst towards that was um, I actually lost a son. Oh, goodness. And he went through four open-heart surgeries and then passed away. Uh, He actually, um, so what we ended up, what happened was my wife and I had um, our first child uh, was healthy and our second child had Tetralogy of Fallot. 
And when he had Tetralogy of Fallot, it involved having uh, basically four open-heart surgeries. And after the fourth open-heart surgery, he was uh, brought home and he was playing in the back. And while he was playing on the deck in the back, he was drawing with sidewalk chalk and he um, passed away. Mm. Uh, Basically, he uh, convulsed and and had uh, his eyes roll in the back of his head. I picked him up. He said, ouch, it hurts. And I like totally like held him and he uh, died in my arms. Oh, goodness. And I can only, (laughs) I can't imagine. I really, I can't imagine. Gosh, that's terrible. Well, and what that actually did was it helped me look towards why did this happen? How did this happen? You know, what, what is more than just this life? And so I started going down a road of, well, let's, you know, basically go to, we went to church and one of the places that we went, um, basically they were teaching about Christ. And, um, one of the things that I did is I actually read a book called heaven by Randy Alcorn. Not familiar with that one. Uh, but basically it's something where a lot of times people have a misconceptions of heaven. Mm -hmm. And what Randy Alcorn does is basically say, this is what heaven says in the Bible. Yeah. And this is what it looks like. This is basically how we can expect things to be. And a lot of that, not just kind of like gave me some hope, but it also was something where I needed to figure out, you know, what is the belief and what exactly is it and why. Yeah. And I grew up in uh, multiple other um, denominations and saw all sorts of different types of uh, Christianity. But a lot of times, you know, unfortunately, hypocrisy happens so much that those those types of things are are the things that um, drive people away from church. Yeah. And so, you know, things like I was doing was hypocritical. So I was just like, I needed to go and figure out what is, what is it that actually involves with actually going to heaven and why and how do you actually even get there? And because if the Christianity belief was true, then I wanted to be where my child was, which was after death. Right. Sure. And so good. Goodness, that's uh, that's. Thank you for sharing that story. That is, uh, uh, um, it gave me uh, tingles when you're talking about it. It's just uh, um, that's I can understand where your belief is coming from. Um, it, from what I'm gathering, you're 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 telling me that you have a, a strong belief in in Jesus Christ, and. I'm trying to understand better the primary reason that you have the belief. And if I was to encapsulate that reason, it's because the tragic events that happened showed you something. What is that's similar. What did that, what did it show you? Well, I was searching for a reason for basically life, you know, mm-hmm. why, why exactly do, are we even here? Mm-hmm. You know, how, uh, what's our purpose? How, yeah. how exactly did, um, you know, why did these types of things happen? And I kind of came to a, a place where um, my wife and I both were searching for these challenges and, and, 
going through these together. And these answered a lot of those questions. And basically what by going down the road of saying, you know, listening to what the Bible says, it says that basically the reason why we should believe is because even things like nature tell us that uh, these things didn't like miraculously come to into existence. Okay. They didn't like, we didn't come out of a swamp and we didn't actually have things that, um, you know, there's, there is no, um, if things haven't evolved, there's a micro evolution and a macro evolution, which mm -hmm. basically mm -hmm. is just a, you can have a bird beak change shape like Darwin saw, mm -hmm. but jumping from, you know, all of matter was created by amoebas type of thing yeah. is kind of a longer stretch than actually even creation. It takes more faith to actually believe atheism type of stuff. Well, maybe this will help me a little bit. If those tragic events that you went through, if those didn't happen, do you think you'd still have the belief or do you think you wouldn't have the belief? Well, uh, <laughs> I would say sometimes when you hit lows in life, yeah. I mean, whatever avenue you actually get there, everybody has, you know, highs and lows of sure. life. I think that really the lows are where people seek out understanding and, you know, what exactly, you know, there's way too much suicide because people have no hope. Yeah. And if people don't have any hope, then they actually kind of, um, you know, they feel so lost. Yeah. And, and, you know, even, it would be, I don't know how somebody would make it through things if they didn't actually have. Are you telling me that's the purpose of the belief to give you hope? I would say hope is one of the things that is a driving force. Um, it also gives you peace. Yeah. Gives me joy. I mean, a lot of Go ahead. But it it gives me more of the um <laughs> it gives me more of a mindset of saying hey um i went down some other roads too which was investigating it too so i didn't yeah. just go and and believe it wholeheartedly without any type of investigation i went through and read books yeah and Things some like Lee Strobel, uh, Case for Christ, yeah. and you know things like even before some of that stuff was out, there was ways to look at the manuscripts and how long they've actually been around, and see. a lot of that stuff actually kind of like brings around the ideas. You know, well, let me ask you some more questions about that, um, so I can understand where you're coming from. So let's just suppose. the sake of just discussing this is that for example Tommy is sitting next to us and Tommy has been through some really rough periods in his life and because of these rough periods that Tommy has been through 
and he's done his research and he's read things and he's thought about things. And because of that, he now believes he, he's become a Muslim and he believes in Allah, mm-hmm. right? What does that say about the belief? About is do we believe what can we believe what he believes, or is there something about his belief that's different than your belief? You know what I mean? Yeah, I understand. Um, basically, the big thing is is that it's a choice, and that's one of the big things that we all have is a choice of saying what exactly do you believe in. And it's great that you say, why do you believe it? Because a lot of times people don't even know why they believe anything. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah. they no, frequently you're... just believe things because their parents did. Right. Would you say that his belief is ever as much as correct as your belief or your belief is ever much as correct as his belief? Is it, are there in equal footing these beliefs or, or are, are we, is there something that I'm not seeing from what you're telling me? Well, actually, so Jesus Christ actually said that he was the son of God. So a big deal and a big difference between a lot of the other beliefs and not a, not to put theirs down in any way, shape or form, but a comparison is to say, they never said the people that are in Allah never said that he was God. Okay. He he didn't actually say that I am God type of thing where Jesus did. Right. And so the th- big thing is, is even even Paul, the apostle, he actually said either God is, you know, if God actually said that Jesus. OK, there's actually three gods in one, which mm-hmm. is a really hard concept. Mm-hmm. But if if God was really easy to understand, it would actually be something that everybody would be like God. I mean, they would right. be smarter than anybody else. So we saying that Tommy's belief Although he believes it to his core, mm-hmm. we're saying that that belief is not necessarily true. I believe that it is not true. Okay. Okay. What if, and I'm not saying this is the case, but what if Tommy says something like, well, I believe that my God is true and that, that you're not seeing things quite right. And that I am. I'm trying to think of how we could decide how we could like I'm a I'm a I'm a just a a third party and I'm seeing you guys talk about you know, you're talking yeah. about Christianity, he's right. talking about uh, being a Muslim, and he's really fervent about his God being true, and you're really fervent about your God being true, and I just wanna know what's true. If it's true, I want to believe it. And I'm seeing you guys talk back and forth. How could I make that decision? Is there any test we could do or anything we could figure out that would help me make that decision? Hmm. That's an excellent question. (laughs) Um, Well, have you ever read the Bible? Have I read the Bible? Yeah. Uh, No, I haven't. Yeah. Well, I'm not... I'm not part of this company or anything, but yeah. there's actually one that'll read it to you. What's that? Oh, company. There, yeah. Yeah. It's actually a, an app. Yeah. And there's lots of them. Yeah. A lot of people. So different people learn different ways. Are you saying that if I, if I listen to a Christian Bible and let's say Tommy says, well, now I want you to read the Muslim 
there's an app where the Muslim is the um, not the Muslim the uh, Quran is read to you. Right. Um, that um, that would be a way I could decide, and that'd be a test in some ways. I've actually done that before. Uh, there was one a friend of mine that wanted me to uh, read through the LDS Latter-day Saints mm-hmm. stuff, mm-hmm. and I actually read through a great deal of it right. and came to the conclusion that that wasn't correct also. But the thing is... is well, and what was it that you read in that book that showed you it wasn't correct for you? Well, part of it's because of the history. Okay. Um, if you actually read how things happened... And what exactly happened in that? Um, within LDS, they actually have how um, basically an example of how it's part of the uh, whole history of the Latter Day Saints. Yeah. So I'm I'm not saying any revelation here, but basically they say that Joseph Smith went out in the in the um, Middle of a forest, right, right. he saw an angel of light that right. told him how he needed to uh, change, or he needed to not commit to any of the religions because they were all corrupt. And then he dug up a pair of um, golden plates and looked at them with seeing eye stones yeah, and I remember translated the, yeah. the entire yeah. Bible through right. that. So um, the thing that doesn't correspond with that is there's no evidence if you know if we i'm not speaking for someone who is a mormon but if we had someone who was a mormon sitting next to us and they said you know that story did happen because um you know i believe that it happened and i have faith that it did happen what would we say about that belief we, we would say it didn't happen because there's no evidence that it happened so Joseph Smith never actually said he was God either. Mm-hmm. So one of the things that happens within Christ is that basically you put faith in Christ. Just, your, if I could back up first. In order, just so I can understand where you're coming from, in order to be a God, we should, it, a person should proclaim themselves to be uh-huh. a, is that how it works? Yeah. So just trying to, okay. Yeah, because, well, because there are way. what I'm trying to do is say the way that you proclaim faith Okay. Is there's one route for the LDS and there's another route for the Christian faith that is not LDS. Could a God be a God and not proclaim to be a God? Or is that, am I not seeing it how you're seeing it? So there's actually three of them. So it's actually kind of a challenge to explain, but I could explain it like this. Um, If you have three gods and they all are having a conversation in the very beginning of the year, before the earth is even created. Yeah. And they're saying, like like there were three of us sitting around a table, and we said, hey, let us do this, and then they do that. Okay. So the way that that happens is they each have their own function of what exactly they were doing. Okay. So the first God actually created all of the earth. Okay. And then the second God, which is Jesus, came to be salvation for the whole world, mm-hmm. and all that it took to actually have that salvation was to put your faith in God, then that that is your salvation, by the way. So okay. you, you don't have to uh, come cleaned up 
You don't have to change what you're doing. Um, God will actually work through the Holy Ghost to actually make, to take your life and help you through all of your challenges wherever you're at. Okay. He just wants you to, he just wants everybody to know that you are loved and cared for and, and he wants everybody to be a child of his. Yeah, yeah, I think I see where you're coming from and I see that that belief is, obviously it's done very important things in your life and it's really an important belief of yours. I'm, I think what I'm trying to, really trying to understand here is I just envision a scenario where I'm talking to a Mormon or a Muslim and they're telling me very similar things about how the belief works in their life and how God has helped them and, and has given them hope and things like that. And I want, I just, I'm trying to figure out how we could decide, you know, if I were to follow Christianity or follow uh, Islam, like how would I, what, what would I need to know that, you know, you could tell me or Tommy could tell me that that would help me make the decision or, or is that, or is that just something that we can't do? Well, I don't know. I can tell you exactly what the decision is. Um, there's an, an exact verse that talks about it, and it's Romans 10, 9, and 10. Okay. Romans 10, 9, and 10 says, If you say with your mouth and believe in your heart that Jesus Christ died on the cross to forgive you for your sins, then you will be saved. If a Muslim said, I want you to believe, in, if you believe in your heart that Allah is a true God, and if I... You know, if you just believe it in your heart and I, you know, and you follow certain passages of the Quran, and if he tells me that, what is he telling me different maybe than what you're telling me? Maybe that would help me a little bit. What he's saying is that somebody that actually never said that they were God, I mean, ever anywhere in their entire... If, if, if Tommy says something along the lines that, you know, a God is a God, and in our God, you don't have to proclaim to a God to be a God, you're a God. I mean, I'm, I'm not speaking for Tommy. I don't even know how that works. No, I, I don't know if that's true or not. But, but, but if he says something along those lines, yeah. does that change anything? Well, if you never, if, if I said that I was a car salesman, but I wasn't, okay, then, you know, you wouldn't go and say you're going to go do what you're going to say that you are yeah 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 if i said i was a you know computer guy right then you're you know which is what i am that's what i do all the time if i said you know hey that's what i do then that's you're gonna ask me for advice in that particular area type what if i proclaimed that i was a computer guy huh and i wasn't yeah then there would be evidence Okay. So the evidence in doing that would be, okay, what can you do? And I, you could talk the language of actually computers and not. But when somebody asks you things like, um, you know, tell me what the OSI layer is or things that were specific related so a, to that. So there's a test. Yeah, there's a test. So, so if I proclaim myself to be a computer guy or if I proclaim myself to be a god or anything, there's a test that we could perform right. to find that out. So in the case of your belief, what test could we do to find out the truth value? Because if it's true, I want to know it. 
And if it's not true, I don't want to believe it. If it's, I'm sorry, if it's true, I'd like to believe it. And if it's not true, I don't want to believe it. Right. You know, just like anything, yep. right? Totally makes sense. Yeah, yeah. So the truth, usually, so in a court of law, normally you have witnesses. Yeah. And so there were 12 witnesses plus 500 others. And basically there was actually a lot of uh, documentation from people that weren't even from Christian backgrounds. They were, you know, other denominations, right. other things like that, that have all written about these things. And we actually have more documentation through all of the transcripts that have been found that actually tell about this. Okay, so you have, there's documentation. So, that, so now we're getting, I think, the reason behind your belief uh-huh. is that there's documentation that talks about that belief being true. Exactly. Okay. And I'm not saying this is the case, but if there was some other documentation or someone found some new Dead Sea Scrolls or something like that, right. and, and or some, something happened with the documentation, more documentation, um, that maybe said something different. Are you saying that you'd have less confidence in the belief? Well, since that hasn't happened... Yeah. That's actually why just, I do. Just, so, hypoth- just hypothetical. Yeah. Just hypothetical. No, and, yeah, yeah. and that's the case is that basically, you know, er, what it actually says is that a jot or a tittle will not change. A jot or a tittle is basically like like middle, minimal. Um, so you're saying that a kind of evidence wouldn't change your belief? Well, having something that is, you, you could have corruption can happen. Yeah, sure. So if you actually... But the thing is, is even if something says something um, that is not, so it's kind of like translations. Yeah. When you look at a translation of the Bible, right? Sometimes people say, "Oh, well, what translation do you actually listen to or right. like?" Right. And frequently, people need it in their own language. So, and, so I think what I think what you're saying. So I didn't mean to stop you there, but that you have the belief, and the reason why you have the belief is. The evidence of manuscript, I think you're telling me. Yes. Uh-huh. And, but if that manuscript were to somehow change or be different or new information, that wouldn't change the nature of the belief. So I'm trying to well, really get down to, go ahead. You're, you're actually, what I would have to do is actually prove the authenticity of it. So some of it would be how, how relevant is it to the current one? Okay. And also, because basically tracing back, even the oldest ones that they have match the ones that they have now. Okay. So there, there may be somebody that tried to corrupt it. Okay. And that would change if you all found, the ones that have. But if you found, I mean, that there was some new manuscript, and, and to your satisfaction that you thought that it wasn't corrupt, it was legit. I mean, to your satisfaction, mm-hmm. like, oh, yeah, this seems like this is a, you know, this was written in the right time period, the right, you know, would you then at that point reduce your confidence in the belief or would you, would it be at the same level it is now or what do you think? No, I, well, the main thing that actually has been an evidence of faith is actually how God's transformed my life. Okay. So that's the final kind of thing. Of so how, that's the main reason. That's the next thing that actually has brought it to the next level of saying, Christ has done so much for me and through me and to me that, um, and I know so many other people that have had similar types of. So it's um, a personal experience. Personal experience. Of what yep. 
Christ has done in your life. That's correct. And if Tommy says, I believe strongly in Islam because of what Allah has done in my life, and I really believe it, and I know, and I, and I, and I sense it, and I know how my life has changed, we're saying still that his belief is not correct, but you're... I'm just yeah no okay. I understand if yeah, yeah. if if he has if he has the peace of God in his situation and he wants to believe that um, he can believe that I is mean it, it's totally it, okay for, is it true well what he wants to believe he can but is it but the thing is to me I believe Christ and I don't believe that that's true but and okay he so can. If he believes it it's not yeah, true well if he believes it even though it's not true. On my, from my perspective, he's allowed to have his. Oh, sure, book. sure. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. it, it's kind of like. Uh, no, no, we're saying I'm, that everybody. We're gonna yeah. respect everybody's beliefs. Yeah, yeah sure. I'm, I'm not mm-hmm. saying that I don't respect somebody. Yeah. What I'm just saying is that I personally believe what I believe, and even if they want to believe something that you know I don't believe, they're. I'm not saying that uh, everybody has to do it my way. Oh yeah, yeah, of course. But the thing that I am saying is that. Christ doesn't say there's many different ways into heaven. Yeah. He says there's only one way, and that's through Jesus Christ. Sure. And I think the reason why I'm asking that question is that I think you're telling me the main reason why you believe the belief is what the personal experience of what Jesus has done in your life and and how you've changed. And and I get that. And I'm just thinking of a scenario where Tommy could say basically very similar things to me about his religion and— as a third person, I'm thinking, well, you're saying it because of, you know, very similar reasons as Tommy's saying it. It's like, well, if I really want to know what's true in the world, if I want to know kind of an objective universal truth, that's my goal. I want, you know, I'm trying to think of how we could differentiate between the beliefs, if we can, if, if, if that's even possible. Well, I mean, and I'll, I'll just say that I would encourage them to take the app called bible.is yeah and actually take that and read like listen to it right and it also allows you to read it too yeah yeah but if they were able to hear it yeah and listen to it and basically understand what it's all what it is saying Jesus so you're saying said, if you kind of have some special knowledge and if he just knew that knowledge that you I think have, that would do it if he could see things your way if he could like step in your shoes for a little bit well the one problem, actually, there's two problems. Okay. A lot of times it's very difficult for somebody in many other religions to actually leave the area that they're in because they're, they're denounced. I mean, so if you actually have somebody that, you know, leaves the Islam religion, okay, their whole family cuts them off. Okay. And same thing with the Latter-day Saints, their whole family cuts them off. Those types of scenarios don't happen within, well, it can happen. Yeah. I mean, it can happen. Somebody could have the wrong perspective and does the wrong thing, but that's based on people doing the wrong thing. It's not based on God doing the wrong thing. I'm trying to follow you. I missed you in that last part. So people could disown somebody. Sure. I see. Based on, you know, so, you know, if somebody says, hey, I'll disown my son, my grandfather, my whoever, that's a choice, too. So I can't control somebody else's attitude. All I can do is control my own. Yeah. 
I wonder what that says about a belief when people stay in a belief other than for the reasons of that belief being true. You know, if like a, if a person stays in a belief because of their family or if a, belief, if a person stays in a belief because of how that belief works in their life and makes them, you know, cope with things or how, or how a belief uh, can help um, uh, ease social, their, their social discomfort. I mean, a million reasons. I, mean, I wonder what that says about a, you know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, fr- frequently there's fear of consequences. Yeah. So what will happen is if somebody is comfortable where they're at, Right, right. So an example, what if you were a Latter-day Saint? Yeah. I mean, I'm just saying this as an example. And you're employed by Latter-day Saints. Mm -hmm. You go to church by Latter-day Saints. Your whole community is Latter-day Saints. And then you say, I no longer want to be that. Right. Then you just lost all of your community that you normally have. And that's the the reason why. Yeah, I think that's what I'm saying. That's what I think that's the reason why that person was there because like we're saying is wasn't because of the truth value of the belief. It was because of what that belief, how it functioned in their life with the people around them and, and how uh, the, the support it gave them. And, and I mean, it could be a million reasons other than the truth value of the belief. Right. That's right. Correct. Yep. So we're saying that doesn't happen with Christianity, but that, well, oh. it can. Okay. I mean, but that's on somebody else. That's, I'm not, some I'm not the person that would do that to somebody if they decide they wanted to go somewhere else and do yeah, that. Yeah, sure. Then that's their choice. Right. But I, I would never do that to somebody, but yeah. somebody else could. And that's their choice too. Yeah, yeah, sure, sure. I mean, I'm, I'm not saying that happens all the time. I'm saying that there's a propensity to have somebody, you know, be like, oh, well, you're not doing the letter of the law, rules types of things. And unfortunately, rules are not relationship maybe a a quick thought experiment if you don't mind this is will help me and let's just say that i believe that buddy holly you know Mm -hmm. the musician yeah buddy holly i believe to my core that he's a god and the reason why i i mean i believe that buddy holly is a god and he and he works in my life and 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 since i've believed in buddy holly i met my wife and 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 i've some really good things have happened and my whole family believes, you know, Buddy Holly is God. And and let's just say, just for the sake of this conversation, Buddy Holly is not a God. Buddy Holly is just a dead yeah. musician, right? right? But there's all these other reasons that I believe in Buddy Holly. And I'm trying to think, how could I find out that Buddy Holly is a God, if he's a God, or he's not a God, if he's not? How could I find that out, you know, if I'm believing in Buddy Holly because he's a god versus believing in Buddy Holly because of these other reasons. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, yeah. I understand. So let's look at the evidence. Okay. And so in the evidence of the writings of Buddy Holly, okay, did he go and ever say in any of his, you know, many songs that he had, did he say, hey, this is what I believe. I am telling you that I'm not just a musician. Yeah, yeah. And what if I, <laughs> what if my, in my belief system, right, I, I believe that Buddy Holly is a god. And one of the reasons I believe that Buddy Holly is a god is I believe that true gods don't have to proclaim themselves gods. They're just gods. They just do what they do and they're gods. And, and I can 
choose to believe in Buddy Holly being God or not. You know what I mean? I mean, so what normally actually proves to be gods is actually having the the miracles and the other thing that frequently happens inside okay. of gods, which people that were um, the prophets, they right. were actually, if they didn't go and do the things that were saying, okay, they actually would tell the future. Okay. So they actually would say, here is what's going to happen in the future. And then if it didn't come to pass, they'd actually stone them. So if I listened to Buddy Holly's songs and I, through listening to his songs, I had a glimpse into the, into the future and I, and something happened, like I read, I, I listened to a Buddy Holly song and it, it said something about that, meet a woman. And then like the next day I met my, my I met my wife, right? Uh-huh. That would make that belief more true because it was a predictive yeah, i understand what you're saying yeah, you're yeah. saying that you you suddenly have a association of what this song did is yeah. actually being something that brought you to a place in the future that you but the thing that actually happens in um, inside the bible is there are things that they say that have been predicted for instance revelation is actually one that talks about a lot of the things that are going to happen yeah and still haven't all happened yet, but some things have. So I'm really, tr- I'm still trying to, and I appreciate you hanging in there with me because I can be dense sometimes, but I'm really trying to understand, I'm really trying to get down to the reason behind the belief of yours. So I'm trying to understand because, you know, we were talking a little bit about um, what it does in your life, and then we we're talking a little bit about um, uh the, the evidence of the Bible itself, and and I'm tr- and then we're talking now we're talking about kind of predictions of the Bible, or and I'm really trying to get down to um, why you believe what you believe. Yeah, I understand. Um, it's faith. I mean, it comes down to faith. And by faith, what do we mean? Faith actually means that you believe something. Well, even Christ said. You know, that you believe there blessed are those who have not seen Christ and it's but have believed and they believe it based on the writings. So when you have all of the writings, actually, the writings that are in the Bible are the things that are telling you about all the things that God did. And so, I'm sorry. So faith means means that you're believing something um, like like you would believe. I mean, if you were believing Betty Holly, Buddy Holly is. Well, so Buddy Holly is not. I'm, a, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. A, I have to use the restroom though. Real quick. Oh yeah, you got it. I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah. I have to. Yeah, of course. I drank uh, yeah. this. Of course. That's a lot of water. <laughs> and uh, yeah, of a course. gallon. Yeah. I'm, I'm on a uh, cleanse right now. So yeah. You got it, man. I have to do that yeah, real it's, quick. Yeah. It's good chatting. Yeah. <laughs> One moment. Oh yeah. Sure. Sure. We will continue our conversation with Curtis as he discusses his belief that Jesus Christ is his Lord and Savior. To view the full video of this interview, please visit beingreasonableshow.com. Hi, this is Mark Solomon, host of Being Reasonable. Do you like the show and want to help? Please subscribe to Being Reasonable as a podcast and maybe even write us a review. Thanks. I just, Sorry, I, I just drank this. Oh, I know. I get it. The I get it. It's a lot of I'm on is, uh, There's a ton of water. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I couldn't hold out half as long as you did with that much water. <laughs> um, yeah. All right. So when we, left, when we left off, 
you were explain you were telling me you mentioned faith and i was trying to understand your definition of faith that's where we were yeah well the bible says it's putting your hope in something that you can't see because you can't see god are you saying that faith is believing in something where there's no evidence for that belief no it's not okay. it's okay. not actually not no evidence it's oh, that okay. you're actually not seeing god himself but you do have evidence in other ways like the manuscripts that are talking about the creation of the earth and jesus christ dying on the cross so if and, i could understand that this is the difference between evidence and faith so if you have evidence do you need faith i'm well, trying so they're both together. Because oh. faith is believing. I mean, because it's not just saying I believe in something that isn't true, because that's called deception. I mean, if if you actually believe something that isn't true, then it, right. it's right, right, right. It's actually you're deceived. Sure, sure, sure. So believing something that is true is, you know, it's one of those things that you're trying to go and and each person has to wrestle with this. Because it's the it's up to each individual to actually go down these roads to say, how are you convinced by these things? And for me, it was reading through the Bible. Yeah. Help me to actually have a understanding of how a lot of the things that are in this world all existed. Right. Along with how um, how we actually get salvation and go to heaven. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm just trying to under just. I'm just trying to understand that. Um, like, if if someone, you know, maybe with my claim with like with Buddy Holly, like if someone says, "How do you know Buddy Holly is a true guy?" Right. Well, are you going to get to heaven through Buddy Holly, or am I going to get to heaven through Buddy Holly? Sure, that makes a lot yeah. of sense. I mean, and I say, well, I have evidence that Buddy Holly is a true God because I listen to his music and the music talks to me and, it, and, and, and because of this, things have happened in my life. And that's my evidence. And that's something, is that something different than faith or is that evidence? Well, faith without any type of backing So faith without is evidence not, is, is... Yeah, that's not true. Faith. So what's faith without evidence? Yeah, faith without evidence is really deception. I mean, okay. You, you don't have anything that is being, you know, you're, you're actually believing something that's a lie if you actually have no evidence that actually says it. So if I'm deceiving myself with Buddy Holly being a god, how could I find that out? Good question. Try praying. So if I pray and Buddy Holly answers my prayers, well, he's true. If he doesn't, <laughs> then he's not true. And that's my test. What I mean is you would pray um, well, pray for understanding. Okay. I mean, basically what I would do is I'd say things like you know, the, the way that the Bible – now, I use that as my um, – that's my worldview, and part of it's because I actually have had a transformed life from it. Yeah. And not not everybody, um, you know, it's, you can't, I, I'm not just saying that, um, 
trying to explain how I could. Sure. Take your time. So part of, part of the rest of the story for me yeah. was I ended up actually having uh, four children total. And three of my four children ended up having open heart surgery. Oh, my goodness. Mm. So they basically, only one of them passed away. Yeah, yeah. But the other ones are healthy. They're, they're living. They're good. Um, but the thing is, is, it's not just, even if he didn't help me through right. actually having those children and having them recover. That wouldn't. I, that still wouldn't sway okay, that my wouldn't faith. change your faith. Okay. So a faith. Is there anything? Actually, there's one other thing I just thought okay, about. Please, go ahead. The apostles, all of them died. They all died a excruciating deaths. Mm -hmm. And none of them actually said that they were not followers of Christ. So well, let me ask you this question. Is there anything that you could learn, anything at all, that in your mind would reduce your faith from like a 10 out of 10 to a 9.9 out of 10? Is there anything... I'm not saying there is, there might not be, and that might not even be the correct way to look at it, but I, I just want to know if there's anything at all that you could learn that would reduce that strength of faith, and I'm kind of curious what you think about that. Well, actually, one thing, I mean, I thought about that, and actually, even Joseph Smith, when he said that an angel of light came to him and told him that all these religions are corrupt. Yeah. That actually wouldn't even change my faith either. And the reason why is because actually the devil was an angel. So it seems like we've gotten to the point where this is a very strong faith of yours and it's pretty unmovable at this point. At this point, you're going to believe it. And I guess, and my question is, and this is not just my question to you. It'd be my question to Tommy. It'd be my question to anybody with any the super strong belief or faith would be is it useful to have a belief any belief whatsoever that can't be shown to be incorrect if it's incorrect I'm not saying it's incorrect but if it's incorrect because if a belief can't be shown to be incorrect then how do we really know that it's true? Does that make sense? Yeah, I understand what clear? you're saying. I understand what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. Well, and that's why I was saying evidence-based. Because the things that you have to do is you have to go down an evidence list. But, but I think you're telling me that regardless of all that, you're going to believe this. This is a strong faith of yes, yours. It's gonna I'm it doesn't matter. It. We could talk about evidence. We could talk about personal experience. We could talk about all that, and, and it's very important to you, but that's not going to, that would not change the belief. That would not change your faith. Uh, I will definitely believe it no matter what. Yeah. I mean, and it's, I, it's basically unshakable. Yeah. Yeah. I see so, that. I mean, that's right. And if I said that my belief in Buddy Holly is unshakable, there is nothing anybody can tell me that will change my mind. I will believe Buddy Holly is. God, and there's nothing anybody can say to change my mind. What do you think about my belief about Buddy Holly? Well, what I would say is that the proof will happen when people die. So 
So that will be the proof because then somebody's either going to go to heaven or not. And I, you know, I actually feel a great deal of comfort and peace. And I don't have any type of doubt in my mind. So that's one of the things that I would say there's no reason to, you know, not have that faith. And based on everything I've read, and I've read the Bible many times. Mm -hmm. um, and basically that's something that I just don't have any doubt in my mind. And I, I'll have it till the day I die. I really appreciate you talking with me. How do you feel like this conversation went? I think it went great. Good, good. Yeah, I really enjoy talking to people about their beliefs and how they form them and the reasons why they have them. And yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, and, you know, it's one of those things, too, that everybody, they need to go through and search their heart, their mind, their soul. And God made it. So, you know, if they believe a different God, you know, ask God to show them what's right. You know, ask God. Say, God, show me, show me the truth. Enlighten me. Open my eyes. Help me to understand these things. Yeah. And I really, I really appreciate you telling me all this because I really think I get a much better sense of where you're coming from and, and you know, how the belief developed and, and how important it is in your life. Because obviously this is an extremely essential belief for you. Yeah. I yeah. do appreciate that. No problem. And what's your name? I'm Mark. Hi, Mark. I'm Curtis. Curtis. Yes. Yes. And this is just, it's just what we're doing. It's called... And I mentioned to you before, it's just called street epistemology. And I just, I'm trying to find out how you know what you know. Well, hermeneutics are, mm -hmm. is actually a study of words. Mm -hmm. And so frequently they were actually written by multiple authors in the Bible. Yeah. That were Aramaic, Hebrew, and Greek. Yeah. And so you actually have all these different yeah, right. books, but they're contiguous. Right, right. With the thoughts. And they're right. written by different authors and all this stuff. And it's written by people that were eyewitnesses. So the eyewitnesses are the people I'm believing. And lots of eyewitnesses. Yeah. So. Well, I appreciate it. Thank you so much. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Thank you. I, I appreciate you, it, Mark. I hope you'll, uh, all right. I hope you'll check you. out the interview. From the WHUP studios in downtown Hillsboro, North Carolina, I'm Mark Solomon, and you've just listened to another episode of Being Reasonable. Questions? Thoughts? Connect with us at beingreasonableshow.com. See you next week.
what I call funky. Enjoy funk. Something's better than something used to be. Guess it's better than something. Something's better than nothing. Guess it's better than something. Something's better than nothing. Guess it's better than something. Something's better than nothing. Guess it's better than something. Something's better than nothing. Guess it's better than something. Something's better than nothing.